Right, we're back. Welcome to the All Football Talk podcast. Uh, I'm glad you're here, everyone. Glad you're listening. Uh, just make sure that you could follow us on all our social platforms. We are the All Football Talk podcast. We're on Instagram, on all, all platforms to do with uh, podcasting. Uh, just keep up with the movement. We've got two very, very special guests on our show today. Uh, one of them, as he's already been on here before, Stan Tucker. And we've got another one, well-known Tottenham fan, uh, Fahad. How's it going, lads? Here to represent Tottenham. I feel like no one else does that for me. So I feel like I have to come and do it myself. Talk about Mourinho, the special one, coming to take over in his second season. And I just feel like I'm here for the, as an advocate for Tottenham. And I just feel like, yeah, to voice our opinion. We're ready, aren't we, lads? We've got even an Arsenal fan in Stamza. Do you think that's it, that's it's it. going to be an enticing one today? It will be, yeah. it will be. Also, I'm a Chelsea fan and Bones is obviously a Liverpool fan. But today, the more of the topic we want to talk about is obviously there was no like um, foot, well, Premier League domestic football. So the big th- news that come out this week is um, the new project um, Liverpool have proposed to reshape the football in England. Yes, yeah, like they're trying to, uh, like, like a movement and changing things. I seen was, I didn't get much into it, but I know that they are a couple of points I'm wanting to do is reduce the teams in the Premier League by 18 instead of 20. Uh, I think it was something about anyone, nobody in Europe plays in the... Uh, I think they want to scrap the EFL, EFL. and uh, Community Shield. And some, I heard something about even teams, if you're out of the Premier League and you win the EFL, uh, you've got a chance to get promoted to the Premier League, which could be kind of funny. It gives you a different spin on the on the league, on that competition. Uh, what do you think, Fahad, about that? Well, yeah, but like, have you ever watched EFL game or them type of games where a team has taken it seriously? Like last season, everyone was talking about Aston Villa beating Liverpool this season 7-2. Aston Villa, in fact, beat them last season 5-0. But no one knows about that because no one cares about the EFL Cup. So I'm with like this vote because... EFL Cup is pointless apart from like teams like Burton and it allows them but then with them teams not playing it it allows them teams to like to either go further in the competition or have a chance at doing something instead of like Man City rocking up with Ford and this this player and that player just winning it season in season out so I just think yes it's turned into a wasteful competition to be fair yes like the top teams we don't really care about it that much we're just kind of forced to play it so if they're not having to play it's less games for them to stress about and the little teams could obviously, uh, no disrespect in regards to calling them little teams, but the, the, the teams that are lower down in the leagues and um, they've got a chance to concentrate on it more instead of having to face a big team like a Liverpool, Man United and feel like, oh, they've, they've just got a better squad. But one thing that will affect them is the likes of fa- like fan base. You know, like for example, if a, like a, a Luton plays Man United and playing at Old Trafford, they normally used to get half of the ticket sales. So money-wise will affect the, the, the other teams. In terms of money, yeah, but another one that's proposed is um they will the football league and the EFL will give lower league teams two hundred and fifty million a season up front as well, and they they will help them financially. So that's their proposal for them to come on board. But there's also a lot of um negatives that come out of it where they're saying the typical top six are trying will, to control yeah are trying to control the Premier League and revenues. And with the Liverpool, um they proposed apparently they started this in twenty seventeen, but they've only come up with that uh, now and. What they're saying is the way the football is run now, um, they don't want to find themselves in financial problems. So they want to control the money that's around. Yeah. So it's uh, the top, the traditional top six and three of the uh, longest serving members of the Premier League. Your Everton's, um, West Ham and I think Aston Villa is the other one. I'd, personally, I think that's um, wrong because what it will change is the voting system where you have, a, you know, like um, when the pandemic hit in March, and they wanted Liverpool to win the league and the three teams to get relegated. It has to be casted as a 14 vote. So 14 teams have to say, yes, we are, we're, we're yeah. for it. Whilst now, if that rule consisted of what Liverpool have proposed and might not have backed, it will only take six teams to make that choice. 
which will be the top six. Yeah, it's going to be a bit... I think more needs to come out about it to make people understand a bit more about it. We don't know. We just, the news has just broke. So nothing concrete yet we know about it. But we'll have to see how things go. It looks like football's changing in a different way. Um, since there's been no Premier League this week, um, Stamza, what's been your standout um, international game? Um, it's going to have to be Denmark for me. <clears throat> Denmark, um, they've, they've absolutely... To, to Now that they've got Haaland playing an absolute fantastic game, it's just that they seem a lot more stronger. And I think That's a how lost times are Haaland plays for Norway. Uh, sorry, Norway. Did I say, I yeah, said said Denmark? Denmark. Yeah. Sorry, I meant, I meant Norway. Um, yeah, it's just Norway was an average team like a couple of seasons ago. There were nobodies. But now they, they look like they could tackle England. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. They played they played they played very well. And um another one, because they played in the playoffs and they lost in the playoffs and a lot of, there was a lot of news on it and saying that or oh, Haaland, a star player, he's not going to be playing in the Euros. So that was like a big miss. Especially Haaland being uh, Fahad's favourite player. 100%. 100%. I've heard a lot 100%, about this. But they've also, got, they've also got that player, Serloff, who plays up front with him, alongside him. And he's just like the same stature, same build as Haaland. But no one's going to talk about him as much because obviously Haaland's taken a lot of the limelight. I think but the reason with, with that one, Fahad, is um, he flopped at Crystal Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing about it is when players flop in the Premier League, they tend to see it like they go over to different countries and they, their football comes out of them more because there's not enough pressure on them. So that player as well, he's revamped his career and especially Norway, looking good. They've got some good midfielders. And especially Haaland, that's a generational talent that, for me, is the best player in the world. Best Best player in the world right now for me. Best player, best yeah, player. Yeah, because I've never ever best player in the world. I've never okay. seen a player like that where you can guarantee a goal every single game. You can say to yourself, that kid's gonna score, and he's only nineteen, tw- uh, just turned twenty. So you can say that about any twenty-year-old that's ever been even Messi in his time won't guarantee you a goal every single game at twenty years old. Yeah, he was a talent. I'm not saying that. Haaland's on Messi's level or anything like that. I'm just saying goals to game ratio. Haaland guarantees you a goal every single game. It's mad because he's got like a his body like you know the, the build of him. You don't yeah. look like he's, yeah. he's quick. I seen that game. I don't know who they were playing with PSG. He, the PSG when yeah, he runs right the, the length of the pitch. Oh my, he's rapid as well. So yeah. he's got a lot to his quick, game. Strong, he looks like he was made in a lab. To be honest with you, the way he plays, <laughs> it looks like he was manufactured in a lab. I don't feel like he's a human being because if you just look at the way he plays, they're like he'll have one, he'll have just literally a glimpse at goal and it's in the back of the net. Like he would literally have an inch, a yard. If he was English right now, that he'd be in the presidential election. He'll sat down with Donald <laughs> Trump right now, and he'd be talking to him. He'd be that on top of the world. If he was English and weren't like Norwegian, he'd be literally everywhere. You'd see him on the money. He'd be there on the money instead of the Queen. All right, I'll give you a mad one. Tottenham fan, Harland or Kane? Yeah, <laughs> that's just that's th- easy, easy yeah. that Harland. But for me, if we're talking about recency bias, like I'm gonna say Harland. But for an all like all round player for the time and the for what he's done, obviously Harry Kane. But if we're talking about right now, who do I want in my five side team? I'd pick Allen, and all that's right. coming from a Tottenham fan. And I'm not saying he's better, and I'm not like Judas. I'm not going against uh, Harry Kane. I think he's one of the best strikers <laughs> in the world. But I'm saying right now, my five side team. If I could have anyone, I'd have Allen. All right, all right. What about um, do you like watch the England game, the England and Belgium? Yeah, yeah. surprisingly won though. They did, they did. You know what? England have got good talent in the team. You know. Yeah, just. Shame about the manager, really. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what it is. I don't rate him either. I see him on the same. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, don't. I, f- I feel like the, that the generation of English players that's coming up right now, especially with all the like the talent they've got with like Saka, they've got Jadon yeah. Sancho, they've got Foden, they've got Greenwood. And if they get into the hands of, and you haven't seen who's the under twenty one coach, I don't even want to talk about him. But if they get into the hands of Southgate with that, for, who plays three right backs in four cent- four CDMs yeah, in we're one being game? Very I've never negative. Seen it. Yeah. Honestly. It, that, that happens with England though. But always... I think he came in at the right time though. Because he's coached all of these at a young age, it came in at a time where he built him into a, like a 
a unit where which could do well. And now I just feel like he needs to be replaced. Yeah. I feel like he got him back on track after it was it was bad when the we was the right. But you don't want a before. manager. So it was it was good for him to to collectively get everyone on board and follow a same movement. Everyone, all the young players coming at one time. And then now we're getting to a point where they're starting to uh, flourish in their own teams. I feel like another manager should come in a bit more experienced and just take him to the next stage in the in the, for for England. Hopefully, because the last thing you want as a manager is a manager that's there just for vibes and to bring the morale up and stuff like that. You want a manager that's going to take you onto the football pitch, not just get you there. Yeah, and. Yeah, a Belgian, I think um, it's a bit of a funny one from Belgium. Um, I think it was a typical England game where the much. other team was not bothered about the result. Penalty and a deflection. They've, yeah, they've, 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 England always win these type of games. I remember a few years back when they beat Brazil, Spain, all the top Germany teams. Yeah, team. all the big teams. And then when it comes to international football. When it comes to qualifications. Yeah, when it comes it. to the real deal, they're just the not. Agree. They, it's just yeah. to get all the people into the pub, really. <laughs> 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 Uh, whilst I think France and Portugal, that was a nil-nil, no, no, nothing much happened there. Yeah, snooze fest, because Mbappe starstruck over Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. Legs can work. So what's happened again as well recently? All right, so we're going to talk about a couple of transfers that happened on deadline day. Uh, since we've got an Arsenal fan in Stamza, what do you think? Uh, what's his name now? Uh, oh, uh, Thomas Partey. Partey, we're having a party, aren't we? <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was a great signing, you know, we needed we needed a player like Partey. Um, we were struggling with, obviously, like Shaka and um, Eleni, and, you know, we, need, we needed a... A, a, a strong figure in in that position just to just to boost up every all the Arsenal fans give us extra hope. And I think it's a yeah, like you said, I think it's a perfect signing. He's definitely. a perfect signing. Yeah, they've been they've been like looking for a signing like that since Vieira. They've never replaced yeah, yeah. him. Hundred percent. That's what I, I said. That yeah. yeah, it's like they've replaced him sixteen years later. Yeah, they, they tried to replace him with players like Coquelin and El Nenny and that. I don't know what I don't know what Iceland they were shopping him for them players. <laughs> <laughs> like Thomas Partey, as a Tottenham fan, I say it myself. Like he's a good player. Defoe, Defoe signing they did need, but I don't think it's a signing that's going to take him to the next level though. I think with Arsenal right now, especially Arteta, because he's such a new manager, you don't know. Like with managers like that, you don't know their ceiling. Like these managers like Pardew and all their managers that have been around for years, you know their ceiling. They'll get you out of relegation or whatever. But with Arteta, like the I, ceiling I, hasn't been reached yet, so you I've don't got know. faith in him though. I, I, I believe in Arteta, and, and I think well, as an Arsenal fan, I hope so. Yeah, of course. And I think you know we'll, we'll get further than Tottenham, hundred percent anyway. Further in yeah. what? In, in 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 football in general, in the league, in, yeah, in, in, in doubt anything. It. Doubt it. Doubt it because if you look at what we did to Man United, when's the last time you ever did that to Man United? Have you ever done that to Man United? I doubt yeah, but, it. But obviously, Tottenham having the reputation of being bottle jobs, it's just yeah. it's just to get good games. They bottle Old Trafford, I do remember. Yeah, but you'll you'll they bottle Old Trafford. It's it's only due time, you know what I mean. Um, well, Stams then. Well, do you think then um, the pressure is on Arteta now for him to because he's got a squad now to make it to Champions League? Yeah. We, While before the party signing, we were thinking, yeah, they might get to fourth, they might not. Yeah. But now that they've signed that high caliber player they've been looking for for such a long time, yeah, you think now the pressure is actually on Arteta and the job starts now. A hundred percent, there's there's pressure on him, and and I believe one hundred percent will finish in fourth, uh, top four, uh, fourth, but, third maybe. Don't you find? You know, but I don't. First and second is 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 a hard is hard, but don't you find I, I reckon, that? Don't you find that ironic though? Now that like top four's admirable and stuff like that, when Arsene Wenger was doing that with Bakari Sagner, right? Uh, did you do it at centre back? What was his name? Didgeridoo said Shamak up front and they were doing that year in year out for 20 years and everyone said oh top four but now you die for top four no. so be careful what you wish for now no, it's, it's just a transition it's, club it's, it's not that it's not that it's, 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 it's just a transition it's, it's Premier League now it's, it's gone harder than then I'm not gonna then there was literally like four teams maybe squeezing five now there's, there's like a top six top seven now there's, well, there's a lot of teams well easy to say that when Liverpool won the league 20 points clear now isn't it clearly one team in the Premier League it's like Tottenham and Arsenal got the same ratio in Europe 
You bought, you bought for a little one Champions League final. final once, so... Not in the it's true, but... London clubs, I think it's only Chelsea that's backing it in the... And if you Arsenal fans, fans, fans claim that London is red... And if you think London's about it, red. if you think L- about L- it... London's always been red. Would you rather have your Champions League final two years ago or just a mere 14 years ago? Yeah, which one would you rather have? Our team is definitely more up on the coming. We've got a manager who's won, consistently won, a serial winner. He's won the Champions League, he's won a treble. He's won a Champions League with Porto. He won the Champions League with Bosingua, right back. You know what I'm trying to say? That's a different calibre. did it with Chelsea, did it with Real Madrid. And you're talking about who? Arteta. So, Fahad, do you think um, Mourinho's second season... Cause it's it's second season pro- syndrome, I'm telling you. Telling you. Second season going to win silverware. We need it. I'll, I'll take anything. I'll take top four and I'll even take the... What, what's that league? What, what, what are they scrapping? What's that cup they're scrapping? I'll take that one before they scrap right, it. For the Tottenham <laughs> fan, you know, because you've not won nothing in a long time, yeah? Would you take either... Audi Cup. Would you, t- would you take the FA Cup or top four? I'll take the FA Cup, man. I just want to celebrate some I, honestly, I try to celebrate something. I think that's the vibes from every Tottenham fan that I've yeah. heard. They, they, like, they, they're just looking for a trophy. I'll be honest with you, I could argue all day about Tottenham. They say we haven't won anything for years, 10 years plus and stuff like that. So it gets to the point where I don't have much to argue anymore. We need to see results because we've been to a Champions League final. We've been to an FA, you know what I mean? We've been we've been to FA Cup semi-finals. We've been to finals before and stuff like that. But if we don't win something now with Mourinho, I don't think we'll win something for a while because I feel like he is the man that's going to take us to that, to that level of what we're trying to reach with this new stadium and how we're trying to move forward, if you know what I mean. If you don't win nothing this year with Mourinho, yeah. well, Kane will probably leave. He's getting to a point now where he's, gonna, he's giving it one yeah. last thinking, you know what, I got Mourinho in, we'll give it one last push. And, if you don't win nothing with, with you know Mourinho, what? And, leave. And you know what, as a Tottenham fan, I'd wish him well because he gave us two golden boots, yeah? Every single Premier League title winning team needs a player like Harry Kane. No, and if we can't win it with Harry Kane, because you need a player, the reason why Sheffield United is struggling right now is because they don't have a striker that's going to score him 20 goals in season, season out. If you're going to do well in the Premier League, you need a striker that's going to score you 20, 25 goals a season. And it has to be. And if you don't have that, you're just going to be battling for relegation or like 17 or 15. The reason why Leicester have like, like gone up in the league and stuff like that is because like Jamie Vardy is supplying them with 20 goals a season. Every single season, if you know what I mean. So if you look at any of them teams that are doing all right, like Wolves, Jimenez and that, guarantee him goals. Every, Traore, guarantee him goals. But if your team's not outputting goals at like Harry Kane and stuff like that, Harry Kane's just going to be wasted at the time. All right, what's better than Arsenal's front three or Tottenham's front three? So you got Arsenal's front three as in Aubameyang, Lacazette and right. Pepe. Yeah. Or uh, Kane, Son, Son and, Bale. and Bale. Like for me... 150% if you ask the majority of people if they haven't got no bias towards Arsenal they're going to say Tottenham because if you think about it Harry Kane for me better than Aubameyang yeah you don't even want to talk about Bale and Pepe because that's wasteful words yeah and then there's going to be who's on uh, Son and who Lacazette 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 is the biggest overrated player I've ever seen no that's, that, that's a bit over exaggeration but I'm saying it's very overrated Lacazette <laughs> so Son would absolutely walk all over uh, Lacazette three I think it's five times a player Lacazette so, yeah, if you can ask that question, Tottenham's tax. Lacazette, like I, I no, don't know. I, I, thought, I thought we were going to take the league by a storm. You know, when he came in, I thought, you know what, give him me too. some time. I don't know what it, what, what it is. Yeah, I see him at Leon, me thinking, how's no one bought this guy? Maybe, but you know maybe what, there was a reason. For me, for me, obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan, and, and just, I'll, I'll, I'm the first to say that I think Aubameyang is, is better than Kane. Kane, to me, he's a good striker, because he's English, I think he's absolutely over, over, overrated. He's, he's, he's on the levels of like Luis Suarez and. You know, like that's that's what that's what. So you just said, so you just said no. That he, th- th- that's where the English put him. I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. He's nowhere near that level. You know, to me, personally, I think Aubameyang does more in a game. He's he's a more of a threat. Like 
Kane will go missing if 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 uh, Tottenham has a has a game where it's it's not going right for him. You don't see many times Kane pulling it out of the bag. For I can't remember a time apart from the champ. Like I can't remember a time where I've seen Kane go missing. He's a big. He's I a think big that Champions League fight, to be fair, he was injured and um, he was injured. Like, I mean, I've never, ever, I've never, I've not seen a game. He goes missing he, a in lot. the knockout stage of the Champions League. Harry Kane's grabbing goals. The World Cup, he's got a golden boot at the World Cup. Can you name an English player that? When's the last time English players have five got penalties. that? So it doesn't matter about five penalties. He, Stand he, I think you know, Aubameyang goes more missing than Kane. In games. Aubameyang, a big game. Aubameyang's a better finisher. Apart from the better finisher. But an all-round game, Kane would would add would adds more to the game than Aubameyang 100%. does. Aubameyang just puts the, puts the ball in the back of the net. But Kane will assist, will spread the ball, would he gets more involved. 100%. I think Kane. A lot of people might think he's overrated, but I think he's top top five strikers in the world. He definitely. And in, for me, in, in, in this sense, there's not that much strikers in the world right now. Anyways. Yeah, Most goals no. scored Harry, Harry Kane is a quality footballer. Quality, quality. I feel like and if Ob- anything, and Aubameyang is. I, I, still Aubameyang feel, I still feel as if Aubameyang's better than him. I feel that's, like if anything, he's underrated. I feel like he's underrated. If anything, I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's underrated. Definitely when, you, when do you hear people really talking about Harry Kane? Name me the last time you heard people actually overhyping. I hear Aubameyang everywhere. Signed the thing and all that. Everywhere, he's everywhere. Aubameyang. He's talking about overrated and that. Harry Kane, you never see him anywhere. He quietly does his thing. Wins his golden boots. Wins his goal. He's still got six assists this season. Aubameyang could never. Get six in the whole season, let alone even put it this way, Stamza. Harry Kane gets injured every season. Yes, he does. He misses about a month, a month and a half, but he still reaches the the, the, fi- the, the final stage with, 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 with yeah. a lot of goals. Aubameyang don't really get injured at all. At all, I don't think he's been injured yet for Arsenal. Closest he's got is when he does them backflips. <laughs> I think with Aubameyang is obviously he, sh- he 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 did he did well in the end of last season where he he took his game to the next level. In beating, but yeah, I feel like he, winners, yeah. he he was. That, that, that's why. That's when you go to world I, I, class. When you start winning games like that, so Aubameyang has proven that he can do it. Kane hasn't. That's the only difference for me. I think they're both world class players. What do you mean, Harry Kane has proven that he's done it in what? So he hasn't done it in a, in, a, in, a, in in any final. He hasn't yeah. knocked out any big team. Well, they haven't reached much finals. They they haven't reached much he finals, hasn't had much opportunities to reach much finals anyway. But now with the special one, huh? Well, obviously, with Arsenal, it's Aubameyang that got him there, isn't it? Exactly. And, so and he Aubameyang has team and, got his, and, and, and he's always do. dealt a bad a bad hand, you know, like with the team, with the midfielders that he's got and and he hasn't got the best of team, he hasn't got the best of players around him, yeah. Aubameyang. But Harry Kane has got a good Tottenham side. That's well, uh, What do you mean? Good to- I'm talking from midfielders to attackers to, you know, like... But not before. But only like recently. Only no, recently. Kane did come in the special year. How many years? Dyer and, and Ericsson. And, and what? Yeah, he had a good just decent Ericsson. team. He had a good yeah, decent team for you had Ezra, six years. You had Ozil come in his prime. I know, but Aubameyang come way after that, though. Yeah. You know, since we're talking about to Arsenal, Tottenham... Fahad made a special moment where he actually called Arsenal on TV and that go for... How did he even do that? Oh, the only reason why, if you ever listen to that or any like footage gets out of that, I'm not an Arsenal fan. The only reason why I didn't say I was a Tottenham fan is because of Claude's blood pressure and I didn't want to piss him off. You know what I mean? I didn't want to get to him and he gets so agitated and stuff like that. But yeah, I got to Arsenal because I just called him in and they picked up in four minutes. I just thought, might as well just say I'm an Arsenal. Because when they drew to Victoria 1 1, I couldn't believe my eyes. I was buzzing, <laughs> went straight to their channel, watched it on live stream, crying right out. Have you heard of Victoria? I am. <laughs> I watched it as well, it was hilarious. <laughs> Even though you ended it as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's been a bit hectic. Um, what else has been going on this week as well? It's just when it's internationals, it's just it just takes the yeah, like, the joy out. Of football, What's your take really? on the international week? Fam? They need to scrap it's, it. They need to scrap it. They yeah, need to they get need to... rid. I'm not. I can't believe San Marino turning up to games, me. Honestly, <laughs> no offense to anyone who's from San Marino. You know what I mean? I got no. I got nothing against the country. Just a football. I can't believe you haven't won a game in twenty years. 
you know what I mean? I don't know what facilities they've got over there. Like, I don't know what they say to each other at half time. Do you know what I mean? When they're down 5 0, how they're going to motivate each other. And I don't get it. I don't know what their manager says to them. I can't believe they've got a manager. I don't know what they're doing training. Do you know what I mean? Do they go on TikTok and training? I think they should go on TikTok and the apps and this and that. I don't really know training. And then they've got Lichtenstein. You know what I mean? I'm, what they call it? It's called Lichtenstein. No, it's Lever Arsenal. Join them teams. Just... No, there's a country called Lichtenstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah they play against San Marino tomorrow. I can't believe my eyes. It's the world's most boring game. <laughs> Legend has it. There's no cameras there. They don't even want to see it. <laughs> what about the new one that's come out with BT Sports and Skylight you know how before uh, not all games used to be played on on, on TV oh yeah now, now got it's the pay-per-view biggest... the ones that yeah, are not showing rip-off. T- yeah. rip-off I don't think it is though I think it's rip-off why is it because before uh, you know, you, the, the, ones you the ones you couldn't watch you just didn't watch what they're changing with that is um, they're trying to say teams who are struggling not making money they, before they were making it off stadiums so stadium revenue selling yeah. stuff wherever tickets and now what they're doing is this, but it's forty nine ninety nine. But it's the games. No, it's fourteen ninety nine. But it's the ones that are, basically the games aren't going to be shown as normal. How they used to be, but you know the ones that like three o'clock kickoffs that didn't, never used to get shown before. You never had a chance to watch them, so you didn't think but, about it. Now you can watch them, but you'd have to pay for. Them. I really like. So it's I, your choice at the end of the day. Really before like we never had even choice to actually get to watch them. Yeah, but it's only for that period of time where there's no fans in the stadiums. As soon as fa- uh, fans go back to the stadium, that yeah. will be scrapped again because obviously it's a it's a law in the UK that suggests that. But I think it's. I don't think it's. I think it's pointless. I, I just really like what they're it, doing, mate. Yeah, I, I get the, the 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 point behind it. But yeah, oh yeah, I definitely. I get the point behind it because obviously a lot of teams might go bust if they're not getting that extra. Yeah, revenue. and I just see it as well. Like before, we never had the chance to watch it. Nobody complained. Right now, if you don't want to watch it, just don't watch it. But if you do, you can pay. And it's not going to be the big games that are going to be on pay per view. It's the ones that are just not being shown. I think the big games will all be still shown on Sky Sports. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're definitely. And like they used to be, but it's just the ones that, like for example, are low. Um, no, I heard uh, Newcastle, Liverpool. Um, Sheffield United, Liverpool. Is it Sheffield United, Liverpool? Sheffield United, Liverpool. Or on, on Sheffield United, anyway, Fad. What do you think of them this season? Sheffield United? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like, they're a good team, but the first, like, last season, what happened was, like, it was morale. Like, sometimes in football, morale plays a big part of it. Or, more, or like, fans, yeah, yeah, and the fans. And, like, Sheffield United are a team of that, like, thrives on Steel City and all and all the fans being there and surging them on and stuff like that because they're playing mediocre, like, mediocre football and that. And they get and they get through, like... You'll never see Sheffield United beat a team 4-0 and stuff. They're not that type of team. They'll beat them 2-1 or 1-0 and then just hold the ball. But this is what's happening. There's no fans and they haven't got a striker. They've got at least Musse. Has Where he ever scored he 10 league goals? In but where's he going? I don't think he's played it all season. Yeah, he hasn't played all season. They've got McGoldrick, who scores one goal against Arsenal every season. Well, Bruce, which is they? not hard. You know what I mean? Like, he scores a goal against last season. First goal in 30 games against Arsenal. This season, scores a world against Arsenal. So, like, if, you're, if your main like, outlet for goals is getting two goals in two seasons, then you've absolutely doomed. Like, what are you going to do? What are you depending on? To get corners? And to get your centre-back well, in there. Yeah, they, they, bought, they bought Brewster, though. Yeah, and last season, they didn't score Real many. Bruce, they only scored, like, 38 goals Real last Bruce, season. How 22.3. How much to buy Hallam for? 22 million. And they're yeah. buying Rian Bruce, 22 million. That's what I'm <laughs> saying about English football. They just have one little loan spell at Swansea, 22 million, slap it on his head. Do you know what I mean? What has he done in a big game to come and to play in the Premier League and to come as their main player, their main marquee signing in that transfer window, Rian Brewster for 22 million, when they could go shop in Belgium and find a better player for 5 million? Do you know what I mean? It's just like the recruitment scene they've got there. It's just it's weird. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's stupid. Do you, do you also think like injuries and obviously Dean Henderson going as well has impacted? Big, big. Dean Henderson. Massive, one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League, man. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I want to talk about today. You know, like when they give players time, like Dean Henderson, when he's at Man United now, yeah, they're saying he wants time, he needs time and stuff like that. But he was in the Premier League team of the season last season, and De Gea's like 
nowhere near on the level he's at right now. So I don't know why they've put, why he's just come from Sheffield United to go sit on the bench and to play them EFL Cups. You're that. right. I would have thought bench to here, get him, let him feel it. You know, yeah, what I mean? let put, him feel put, it. Put Henderson that deserves it. Yeah. And because Henderson, when it comes to the hair, you don't care what he does in the game. He's regardless going to be the first team sheet there the week after. Yeah. Get him, let, let him work for his position again. That's probably when he was at his best when he had to when he was young, he had to work for it. Definitely. And now he's just at a point, he's earning probably one of the highest uh, and now, earners in the, in the team. And now he's got to the point where his number two is better. He knows his number two is better than him and they're still playing him. Like, what what else does he have to do to be dropped? I think a big, one one more mistake and he's dropped, I think. And I think, he'll, I think Henderson will come in. That's after that. It's, it's either that or just Ali don't have it to just bench him. I don't know what it is. Yeah, Ali doesn't have it in his Ali don't have it to anything. You yeah. can't even look, you know what I mean? Like I don't the Pogba's and, the, Hen- and the Gayers and even a Wan-Bissaka for me, he should be dropped as well. Most interceptions in the Premier League, he has to make a mistake to make an interception. Of course. Do you know what I mean? He's got the most tackles. Don't wait to make him eat grass against Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah, we do that to most teams. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who's impressed you in um, out of the teams that have come up this season? Or like even teams that have struggled last season? Yeah. Le- like Leeds United and Leeds. the Villas. I think Leeds, the way they play football, that BS, they, they call him like the the like the far, like the godfather of football. That's what they call him, that BS. Like when he used to manage Argentina and that, like he's got a big, he's got a big calibre in front of that. Now he's managing Leeds and exciting. They literally play football. Like Kyle Walker said the other day, I was sorry on an interview, he said they play football like basketball. Like they're constantly attacking. You know, like how basketball's constantly one up, one down, yeah, one up, one down. it was the one about Raheem Sterling. He goes, um, the right back will have Raheem Sterling and he'll still yeah. go to the left and he'll follow, and he'll him. follow yeah, him. That's, that's, no. that's what they're doing in basketball. That's what they're doing. <laughs> that's you have to mark your man. So literally, he goes... He's the, Kyle Walker, BS is the same man who got charged 30,000 for spying on teams. This guy goes above and beyond. We're not talking about Chris Wilder who sits at home and, you know what I mean, doodles on a pen and paper. And that. We're talking about a man who's invested his whole life into football. Do you know what I mean? The guy spent 20 years to get where, you know what I mean, to get where he's at now. So you think for a second Leeds are going to get put back in the Premier League and they're like Fulham, Craven Cottage, capitulating, conceding four goals every game and that, leaving their talisman, Mitrovic, on the bench. Well, the Premier League's coming back in, well, weekend coming up. So a couple of big games in there's Arsenal Man City. So what what results think that's gonna happen there? Two 0 Arsenal. That's actually that's actually uh, we can have, we can have that like debate now for one second. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not just a five 0 Man City. <laughs> you can talk about Arsenal possibly getting a goal. You know what I mean, the my party is by playing. No do. party, no 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 result. <laughs> but now yeah, you're right though. When it comes to before Arsenal City Man City, it was just one of the ones I would just scrap, scrap that game. We'll go to the next one. Handicap Man City free. It's like yeah. we got a chance. They got a chance on them. Now you got a big chance. This might be like Pep right now is capitulating, spending five hundred million pound on a defense. He's absolutely. I heard a, joke. a stat. Yeah, he spent more money on their defense than Liverpool owners that bought Liverpool. We He's only a got four hundred million. Honestly, and then they spent like four five hundred million on defenders. That's mad. Oh, that is He's she's a joke. You don't you don't rate Pep? Uh, not at all. Not at all. He's, he's, he's at Man City. You give me that checkbook, I'll take him trebles. I'll with treble season in season out. Telling you now. Yeah, with Pep, he's always been lucky with the teams that he gets. Here. Anyone here, you he give him that proven his managerial like ilk in it. You know, he hasn't like Klopp took Liverpool from seventh and won everything with him. He hasn't built a team. Mourinho's done it with Inter Milan and Porto. You can't really say that about Pep Guardiola. But he says it himself. He agrees with it. He says, "I'm not. I'm not going to be the manager. He needs players for his. He's a manager with a system. Mm. He's not a manager that's going to always make to play players better or something. He's got his system. He needs the certain tools to make his system work." But in saying that, I, I can say he's made a lot of players better in that team than course, there was yeah. before. Yeah. I think he's, he's made Sterling a lot better. He's made De, Bru- De Bruyne out of this world. From De Bruyne was the number 10 before or a front three. Now he's that central midfield role. He's probably one of the best midfielders in the world. And so he has done, in the front, in the attacking sense, 
He's made a lot of players better. I don't think he's clocked that defensive unit. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he knows what to do. He got lucky when it comes to with uh, Barca. They already had a good defence. Yeah. Uh, Bayern ran into Bayern. They that, already that, had a good defence. That Barca team won the World Cup without Messi. That says it all. Uh, it just, but the thing about Pep, though, it's like he plays the style of football, which is the attacking style of football. He doesn't like what, uh, what, what you just said, is that he like doesn't know what to do coming back. Like when it comes to defence, he just throws money at it. He buys centre-backs. He doesn't even know what foot they are. He doesn't know what positions they're playing. And he just keeps doing it. Like last season in the Champions League, he completely changed his defence against Leon for no reason because he just did not know what to do. And the reason why he's won the Champions League with Barca is like, everyone knows Messi and all that. But without that, he can't win the Champions League. He basically, he... his form of defending is like, just have the ball. Yeah. So like yeah. he said, he Score goes... Score more than if, them. Exactly. If I, could have a, if I could have 11 midfielders on the pitch, I'll have 11 midfielders. He, he would... just wants to hold the ball, basically. Uh, the next big game that's coming as well is Liverpool-Everton. What do you think is going on there? Oh, that's going to be a tight game. That's, that. that's another game that, that we can have a chat about. Yeah. I'm telling you, Liverpool, they lost 7-2. I'm, I'm embarrassed to even say it, but it happened. So <laughs> when it comes to the next game, they're hungry. Klopp slapped them up in, in that change room. I'm telling you now. When it comes to Everton, it's one of the perfect games to happen next after, nah, that, but after does, a bad moment. But after, Klopp does strike me as someone who's going to slap him and he's, he, he strikes me as them ones to laugh about it and that. Nah, oh, nah. I, think he, and I, that. I see Don't he's, worry he's got both it. sides to him. He's got both sides to him. He's, yes, he, he was laughing got, when they lost 7-2. He was yeah, just yeah. laughing the whole way through. Couldn't believe it. Just yeah, he, he just couldn't see what, he couldn't believe what he was seeing. Everton are playing fantastic though so it's good. It's, it's could be a hard one. Thiago's back. But there's a difference between like Everton now, they've got Ancelotti, and look at the signing Ancelotti's making, Rodriguez, um, Allen, them type of signings. But before they were making signings like what um what was that play now they got? Uh, Klassen. You know them type of players, Klassen and, and Iwobi. They bought Iwobi for 40, wait, I'll say it properly, 40 million pounds. They bought Iwobi for. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, so they went from that, their recruitment, like it's their recruitment now is that player from that guy from Arsenal, and he's gone there and he said that he's his main objective is to ruin Arsenal. He's gone from Arsenal recruitment to Everton recruitment now, and he said his main objective was to ruin Arsenal. So he's the one that's bringing in James Rodriguez. But Everton's always just going to be Everton to Liverpool. It's like, for example, Arsenal and Tottenham always yeah, have this debate. Tottenham's yeah, always going to be Tottenham. Tottenham's been better than Arsenal for the past five years. Yeah, exactly. I'd say that hands down. But, but it's still to Arsenal. Arsenal would, would still always kind of beat you in the games. Always. Always that's, that's so true. To Everton that's true. are always going to be Everton, no matter how good they think what? they are. It's going to come Ronaldo, to the point where yeah. they've got more pressure on them than, they, than us. I hope Everton with me I like Everton I it's hope not happening win. I'm telling you it's not happening if what it's happening I'm not coming on this podcast next week <laughs> what I would say about that game was always oh that's a big one that uh, Mox might uh, need a new co-host next week then <laughs> <laughs> what I would say about that game is it's just disappointing that there's no fans in the stadium because yeah. yeah. imagine ever you've never seen a competitive Everton team yeah they're going to come out against chest that with Liverpool in. Yeah. so if that game had like Everton fans and Liverpool fans there and then where is that? Goodison or is that? Goodison, sir, Goodison. And if, if that, oh my God, I wish just you could have. I'm just 30, saying, 40,000. Mane is back from his COVID. Is Mane back? Ba- Mane yeah, back. Mane, Thiago, back, no Thiago, Mane back. back, no problem. Mane back, no problem. Is that Anfield or? Is that no, it's it's Goodison Park? Park. Goodison Park. Oh, is it, I predict 2 2. Yeah, nah, I, I think we'll actually get better. I'm actually put, I'm thinking, I'm staying 4 1. I'm just going to go for it. Calvin number 1. I'm just going to go for a 1 1, me. 1 1. Yeah. I'm going to go for Ancelotti to do one over him. You think? I think Ancelotti is a world-class uh, manager. Don Ancelotti is a... Don Ancelotti. He's definitely part of the mob. Win. I think he'll win. <laughs> I don't think Everton will lose that game. Much. James Rodriguez, though, is making the English Premier League look I know, a bit... without, without a single sprint. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it just shows you don't have to be running around the pitch to, to show quality. He's got You're it like all. Like he never fucking ran. Yeah. But yeah, on that, on that note, we've covered a lot today, haven't we, lads? But yeah, we're just going to call it that today. Um, like I said from the, in the beginning of the podcast, it's been a bit... It's, 
Uh, just follow us on all our socials, all Football Talk Podcast, follow us on Instagram. And yeah, just keep up with the movement. And yeah, thanks for listening, everyone.